the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Racer Radio. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. you got a business that needs cashiers. Well, you can bypass all that. Just go to Southwest Point of Sale. They'll take care of all of your you know, cash register needs without the people. It's called self-checkout. 800-540-2149. 800-540-2149. Give them a call. And Black Forest Motorsports, Porsche, BMW, and Mini owners, 40 years service. If you want a dealer alternative, that's the place to be. If you want to go a little SCCA racing, they could do that as well. Black Forest Motorsports. Go to blackforestautomotive.com. All right. If you know anything about motorcycles and custom motorcycles, this name will pop out. Roland Sands. Roland, how are you doing today, buddy? Hey, what's up? Don't you love technology? <laughs> hey, you know, I guess. You had a watch made by a, a watch company. I can't think of the name of the company. You, you, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, the Sanzano watches, yeah. I bought one. Dude, that oh, is the most awesome. And, you know, in the advertisement, it said that the the leather band will age like a, like a, like a vintage motorcycle jacket. Yeah. Absolutely correct. I even, put, I even put that watch, and I got the Danny Sullivan, and I got your watch. And I think you've got another one, didn't you? Aren't you coming out with it? I know this isn't supposed to be about your watch line, but didn't you design another watch for that company? Yeah, we did a chronograph too. Yeah, the first one was a little simpler, but then the chronograph was the next one. Originally, the watch was designed around a chronograph, right? Um, and so we ended up making the, the first one without it, and then the second one we, we finally got the, where we wanted to get with it with the chronograph. Yeah. It was really designed off of like. The inspiration came from submarine gauges. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, and and so I'm saving my money up because I got to get another one because I really love it. But hey, tell us about this event coming up uh, next weekend. Where is it? Yeah, Moto Beach Classic, man, it's cracking in uh, Huntington Beach, California, Chica uh-huh. State Beach, um, Saturday, October 23rd. So we're gonna fire up the race bikes, and Ooh. we've got a bunch of really good music. Um, we have a bike show. Between Visionaries is throwing a ride-in bike show. So if you get there before nine o'clock, you can ride your bike in, park it, you ride your custom bike in, wow. um, and park it, and kind of right in the middle of the show. We got demos from Indian motorcycles, Lightning um, Livewire, as well. We'll have state six kids races, and kids will be able to come ride state six, um, and then a surf comp as well. 
kicking off at 7.30 a.m., so quite a bit of stuff happening. And that's not that far of a ride from San Diego. I mean, I think it's only an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes, depending on where you live. So it'd be no, it's a no-brainer. Everybody get their get on their bikes or even get in a car. I mean, you don't have to go there on a motorcycle. It's just a whole heck of a lot more fun. And, and I think it's free. It's free to view. But if you want to show your bike, I'm sure there's a small charge. Yeah, it's like thirty-five bucks to yeah. park your bike in the, in the yeah. show space. Um, we've got a VIP as well. You can sign up for a, a VIP spot, which gets you grandstands and um okay. drink options vip restrooms and kind of a special area to watch the races if not you can come and enjoy the whole event with your family and see everything you want to see for nothing and i think you hit it right on the head it's family you know when you think motorcycle show you think eh, no, no 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 that's not what roland does this is an event you can bring the grandkids you can bring grandma and grandpa and you can learn a lot about motorcycles because again you got manufacturers displaying bikes but you've also got the the builders uh and i guess i have to ask are you unveiling anything special for this event this year we have a new um collab project that we did with the company that makes electric bikes um called super 73 really and we'll be we'll be showing our brand new bike, the Super Seventy Three, that they're launching. Um, that will be available this coming month. Wow! Actually, so it, we'll be showing that thing off. Yeah. Now, are you going to be selling that bike, or or will that be assigned to dealers? I guess the reason I'm asking is I also do too many days of television, and I'm always looking for new motorcycles to bring down and put on TV. So if you end up putting any of them down here in San Diego. I would love to jump on one and actually put it on TV, or maybe we could work something else out, because I know how much you like to come to San Diego. Yeah, I love San Diego. San Diego's awesome, man. <laughs> I um, know. I, I wish I spent more time down there, man. My One of my good friends was down there, and um, I do get to spend some time with him, but there's so many nooks and crannies in San Diego that are just so beautiful, and, yeah. you know. We try to keep it. Palm trees, but. Yeah, we try to keep it quiet. We we try not to let too many people know. Coming from the LA area, no offense, but uh, yeah, yeah. We, we try to keep that on our own. <laughs> and and you, we've got a massive motorcycle community down here in San Diego, as you very well know. So uh, yeah, so what's a good website for people to go to? Maybe get a VIP ticket because I'm sure there's still plenty of time and opportunity. Yeah, I mean, we've got, you know, a week left, so stuff's starting to fill up. Um, you know, if you're a company who wants to vend, we have a few vendor spots left. Okay. Um, a few spots left in the races, so you can go to rollandsands.com. That's just R-O-L-A-N-D-S-A-N-D-S.com. All right. You can follow us at Instagram, at Design, um, at Super Hooligans. We'll be having the Super Hooligans powered by Indian Motorcycles finale at this race. It'll be the last wow. race of our four-race series. Um, yeah. So, There's a lot going on. Yeah, so kind of explain to folks what the hooligan program is, because I don't think a lot of people may may know about it. You know, it doesn't get a ton of TV coverage, but kind of kind of give us a little little backstory on, on the hooligans. Yeah, I mean, you know, it really all started out at Costa Mesa. Well, it started way before that. It started with Class C racing mm-hmm. um, with the AMA when guys were racing stock bikes, you know, like way back right after the war. But um, 
it kind of turned into something a little different. And then um, Brad from Costa Mesa Speedway started mm-hmm. throwing Harley nights. And then that turned into hooligan racing, which was basically ride your bike to the event and go race in front of 4,000 people at Costa Mesa <laughs> Speedway. So uh, Brad Oxley's just always been like a real proponent of, oh, of yeah. hooligan racing. I think he's the true, the true father of hooligan racing, really. Um, and then we just saw how excited people were to come out and ride hooligan bikes yeah. to do it in front of people. And I was just like, man, this is definitely a thing. And local community, local West coast guys started riding around circles, going fast, you know, at a beautifully prepped speedway track. And it was just the most fun I'd ever had on two wheels yeah. by far. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Costa Mesa was really the, that's the spot. That was yeah. where it, it really kicked off. And from there, man, we just started kicking this idea out to all kinds of stuff. And now we're racing, you know, now we're, we're taking hooligan bikes to Laguna Seca and road racing in Moto America. So oh it's, uh, it's gone full circle for me, man. I mean, I, I came from Grand Prix road racing and right. that's where we're starting to go back to right now. So it's, it's fun. Isn't that crazy? And you've done some custom hooligan bikes yourself. You know, you've thrown your little bit of your design twist on a couple of bikes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. We've built a few bikes. In yeah. The past. Just a few, um, one or two, nothing yeah. major. I mean, the the crazy thing is, like, I always wanted to just kind of build flat trackers. So yeah. we ended up building, I, we built so many flat track bikes in the yeah. past 10 years. It's just, it's insane. Even, like, a Ducati Desmo Fiditi flat tracker. It's like <laughs> building the most ridiculous bikes in the flat trackers, you know? And, I know. Um, I yeah, know. It's, it's crazy. Fun. Well, man, I have been following you and your family forever. I've always admired the work you do. I mean, it's it's impeccable. Uh, if anybody wants the best of the best of the best, it's gotta be a, it's gotta be a Roland Sands design and that's not a commercial. And I know you didn't send me a check. <laughs> well, I, man, I, I really appreciate that. You know, we've been at it for a long time. Yes, you have. You know, it, it sometimes feels like it's only been, you know, a few years, but really, you know, I'm going on like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah do you know it's almost november dude it's almost freaking november so no i get it I know. hey this year's crazy this year's nuts well we, we got to stay in touch uh Brittany is normally here she's going to be heartbroken that she didn't get to interview you so you're going to have to come up with an excuse to call in and again uh been i'm the only guy doing this type of show here in san diego and if you want to get the word out i'm it whether it be on a new design uh, or whatever you got your little fingers into. I mean, we're here to help you any way, shape, or form, my friend. Well, I appreciate that. And, um, you know, let me know if you guys have another spot. I'd be happy to come back on. And Absolutely. We've got a bunch of new, new B2M product coming down the pipe here. We're going to be launching in the next couple months. And All right. um, we've also got a grand opening party at our shop November 20th. So really? Busy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure, well, uh, you, you got a pencil handy? Uh, Come on, you're a designer. You got that thing glued. Just, I'm just going to give you my email, and then just go ahead and send me an email so we can stay in touch. And I, I'll help. You know, we can do TV down here. We can do radio, whatever you want to do. But it's stall s t a l l the letter d for David at cox dot net. Simple. Cox Got it. Cool, man. Yeah, stall like where you put a horse. I know it's a terrible name for a car guy, but what are you going to (laughs) do? All right, buddy. Be safe and uh, look forward to a great event next weekend. All right. I hope to see you out there. All right, buddy. All right, we're going to take a quick break, folks. Perona's right around the corner, right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer.
All right, folks, welcome back. This is Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody treats you better than El Cajon Ford. New or used, check them out at ElCajonMotors.com. Service department work on every vehicle in your driveway. That's right, with certified technicians, you'll never worry about having to go look around for another shop to work on your other brand besides a Ford. They'll do it all. Used car lot over in Santee's full, believe it or not. And the main lot's got plenty of cars as well. They treat Ford so well. Ford definitely gives them pick of the litter. All right. Well, Dirt Dude's not calling in today, but uh, Brad Whitfield's calling in. He was on KUSI with me this weekend promoting uh, a couple of kids that are brothers and sisters that race around the area. And I think they were at uh, Barona last night. Brad, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, Dave. How are you? So I bet it was wild and woolly last night. What do you think? It was a barn burner, let me tell you. Those <laughs> wing sprint cars hit the racetrack and put on one heck of a show. You know, it just looks like that track is too small for those cars, but but they seem to give you one of the best shows you can imagine. They did. Uh, I tell you, JT Imperial out of Phoenix, uh, he laid down a fast time track record of 13.09 seconds. Wow, 13 Louise. I wonder if he opened his eyes. I don't think he did. I think they were trying to pry him open uh, at intermission. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Now, that is the last night for Barona, unless they come up with something special that I'm not aware of. Uh, we have a good car count last night? We had a, a decent car count uh, last night. We had uh, eight little wing sprint cars. There were several of those guys that uh, – just couldn't make it over that thought that they were going to. Mm. That's kind of usually the case when something new comes up on the table, you know, a new racetrack, right. motors or something like that. So a lot of times your, your hardcore, your diehard group will go over. They get to check it out. Everybody else is home watching results on my race pass or right. if somebody has it live on Facebook and, and they'll say, okay, well, the racetrack's really, really good. And, and, uh, you know, they, everybody got paid and all that good stuff. Well, yeah. I can guarantee you our season opener uh, at Barona in April, we're going to have them back. and guarantee we're going to have more cars. The fans that were there with great, great, great fan count, um, they got to see one heck of a show by all the classes, not just the wing sprint cars. Dave, everybody put on one heck of a show, and the fans were treated. The kids all came onto the racetrack for their trunk Oh, that's right. It was just a really, really cool evening all together, and, and – you know what? We were done. Um, we had an hour-long intermission uh, for the trunk or treat, uh-huh. and the final checker fell at nine thirty-three p.m. What? It was it was a great evening race, and everybody got in, and got out, and had so, a great time. So you probably doesn't sound like you even had to pull the red flag out for any reason at all. Maybe a couple of yellows, but nothing else. We had uh, in the in the street thought class. Dennis Taylor won that deal. Uh, we had one caution there. Wow. The Sport Mod class, they went green to checker. Five minutes and 40 seconds, they did 20 laps. Uh, Brian Brown won that deal. And then the Sprint cars had one caution. They were done just right at 10 minutes, flat on a 30-lap main event. JT Imperial out of Phoenix won that that, that class. And then uh, Tommy Crow drove his sister's pure stock, and we went backwards on the racetrack for the final night final uh, race of the night of the season. 
And uh, we had one caution there. Really good racing last night. That is amazing. So now, with the wing sprints, we had Tuesday, and what was her brother's name? Logan. Who won that race? Uh, JT Imperial won that race, uh, the 75 car. Okay. And uh, Tuesday in Logan, they were, I can't remember, I think Logan was fourth or fifth, and Tuesday was right behind him. Yeah, see, I knew that was going to happen because I kind of put him on the spot. You know, because I said, "Come on, dude." Well, that's and, right. and, and yeah, that was. And by the way, thank you for coming to KUSI because that was that was awesome. I, it was great meeting you, and it was it's it, and I push I push Barona as hard as I can to promote, 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 and I you know and and I know when I do it, it really helps uh, fill the stands, and then and we get a lot of people that that'll go there for the first time, and it's like, wow, I didn't know this was here, but yes. and I and 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 so. When you go there, and I bet the weather was perfect last night, too. The weather was absolutely perfect. The sun went down. I just grabbed a light hoodie. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else kind of grabbed a light hoodie. Let me tell you something. I've, I've been around dirt track racing since 1992. I have traveled across the country and sure. visited many dirt tracks. Verona is probably, no, Verona is in the top three of my favorite racetracks. Yeah. It's unique. Yeah, why, um, yeah. Tell me why. Yeah. What What is it about? Because you're not the first person that I've I've heard say this. What is it about that track compared to all, not not taking anything away from other tracks? Because I think they all have a personality all their own. But what is it that makes Barona people smile? You know, Dave. It, for for myself, uh, it's you're driving up this windy road up the up up a mountain. Mm-hmm. And boom, there's a Barona Speedway sign. You still can't see the racetrack yet. And then you drive down the little road, and all of a sudden, there's a racetrack. But the pit layout, you have this layer down here. You have trees around it. Then you have a second layer, and there's trees around it. Then you have a third layer, and there's trees around it. It's just like a little maze. It is a little maze. Uh, And then you have this really cool quarter mile racetrack that race is so good mm-hmm. um just it's and the the people the fans the crew i mean you know dirt dude and i have become really good friends you know the salazars and i have become good friends sure. and, you know they, they brought me in in the middle of uh july to do a show and and uh they liked how i run things and we've we've kind of picked up there and started gaining some momentum and gaining some steam and, and rolling forward because that little racetrack deserves more than what it gets. I and agree. I feel like, you know, we have, I don't know how many people in San Diego County, seven, eight million, nine million people. Yeah. We should be able to get 1% or 2% of those people to come to that racetrack. I know there's a big draw, but, we just have to tap into that, and we're going to tap into that. We just have to show them what we have to offer. And right. this weekend, to me, we closed it out with the barn burner. People are going to be talking about the trunk retreat for weeks. People are going to be talking about those wing sprint cars for weeks. Yeah. We just need to tap into that early March to start promoting it and pushing it. And I promise you, in April, we're going to we're going to really tap into that and have a. Uh, um, have a great time uh, 
Well, well, I think bringing cars to KUSI is probably one of the best way to get the word out to San Diego County. And I, you know, and and I'm going to I mean, I've already made a promise to myself that I am going to push really really hard uh next season. Uh you know, I bring the little kids in, which which really helps, but I like bringing in the specialty cars. I like bringing in the wings prints and, and you they race enough times where there's no reason any division can't get a little bit of TV coverage. And I want to try to build, you know, a relationship between the fans and the driver. You know, pick your favorite driver. I don't care if it's a boy Absolutely. or a girl. You, you know what I'm saying about it. You and I have been – we talked off, off, off air on KUSI, and I got to tell you, it's almost like we're you know, a couple of brothers from a different mother because you get it. You totally get it. I get it. And you got to promote, and you got to make it worthwhile for the for the fans to actually physically come out. I I want to do, I, I I'd like to get like one TV station, put them in those sport mod or the little sport compact, then bring a different TV station, a different TV, and then the winners come at the end of the season, and you have a runoff of the local TV stations because that's what that's what brings your fans because everybody watches TV has a different fan on that TV station, so we're going to work even harder. I think that a lot of people came to the track that have never been to that track before, and and I think it, I see nothing but good things coming the way. The Salazars do such a phenomenal job, and thanks to the Barona Indian Reservation for allowing us to do it uh, uh, on that track and the drag strip next door as well. So hey, I got to take a break. Absolutely. Are you going to be able to call back at three forty-five? I can do whatever you wish, sir. You call back at three forty-five because I want to talk a little bit more about that. Hot rod track out in Arizona called Cocoa Pods. That sounds good to you. We'll talk to you at 345, sir. I look forward to it. Folks, we're going to take a quick break right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, this segment is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. There's one fast track, Paris Auto Speedway. you got to go. If you've never been, you're missing out. Half mile, clay, fast. Woo-hoo. And uh, John's Automotive Import Repair is another great sponsor of this segment. 7447 University Avenue in La Mesa. Go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. AAA, NAP Auto Care, ASC certified. Can't do any better than that. Hey, we got one lucky driver on the line, Robbie Sawyer. Hey, buddy, congratulations for last night. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Darn, if I know you're going to win that money, I was going to have you bring me lunch because, man, we could have ate like crazy. <laughs> I, I had a pretty good chicken sandwich from the snack bar down there. They, were, they weren't too bad, actually, Saturday night. We had a couple of them. Oh, dude. <laughs> their food. Have you ever noticed, because I know you've been racing a while, have you ever noticed food at a racetrack is always better than anywhere else? What is that? Uh, I've had some really good food at some racetracks, and I've had some absolutely terrible food. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got on to it. It comes in all. It comes in all sorts. I guess it does. So you come from Bakersfield, yes, sir. And uh, have you been coming to Paris quite a bit, or was this new, or were you just come for the money? Uh, I like to come for the money. We we race there. This is my sixth modified race. Okay. at Paris since two thousand. Nine, I started racing modifieds, and I've raced six times, so not not very often. I only make it down there if it's 
a financially wise decision. Well, yeah, it's a little bit of a... Where, what, what's your home track? Bakersfield's my home track. Okay, all right. So I've been, been, been racing here since 2001. Oh, wow, yeah. So, so what, what, been, got, what, well. what got you into motorsports? Uh, my dad raced, uh, well, they used to call them, they're a lot like your super stocks now or your super streets, but they used to call them pro mods, which are now the late models. Oh, yeah. He raced, he raced those up until 92. Uh-huh. So, out of Bakersfield, it was back in the Dick Shepard, Scott Pound, oh, yeah. Earnshaw, Bradshaw era. Yeah. So then you uh, took he, you, you took over the steering wheel, I take it. Yeah, raced bicycles since I was six. At <laughs> about 14, started racing go-karts and got into a stock car at 15 or 16, yeah. whatever it was, and been racing ever since. Those those go-karts will do it to you, brother. I don't care. Man. Yeah. Once you get... So, those things bite you just like a bear, man. I tell you. So yeah, the go karts were a rough one. So how was how was the event last night? Was it a challenge? Was it a walk in the park? How'd you do? Uh, it was a pretty good night. I think on around the the way the the event was ran was pretty awesome. The track was good all night. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the heat, we just kind of fell in line, ran third, and I knew that Cody Laney would be the one I had to beat. And uh-huh. uh. We put on a pretty good show for the first part of the race. Um, actually made a pretty big mistake and Oop. lost some spots and got back up to him. And we raced together a lot. Cody and I have raced together for uh, probably seven years competitively. Nice. And uh, he's definitely probably one of the best in the nation right now. Wow. So he uh, know he so, knows you and you know him. And all you both of you wait for is the other one to make a mistake, right? Yeah, he, he, to be completely honest with you, he's probably just a little bit better than us right now. Um, he's been lucky enough to be racing back east and stuff for the last probably five years. He goes back there for about four months and gets about two years worth of racing in about four months. I know. He, 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 he's, uh, definitely at the top of his game. So he got out to an early lead last night and we had a good race with him. And I actually got into the cushion and packed the right rear full of mud. And from there, just kind of fell in line and, unfortunately for him he had a uh mechanical failure gave us back the lead and that's pretty much all she wrote for us well you know it's, it, you know nobody ever said luck wasn't part of racing i mean i mean to have lady luck on your side is is worth everything no matter how how much you prep the car uh so how's it i have to i haven't checked but how much uh what is your bakersfield season like do you guys go year round or you're seasonal uh, we, I mean, we're pretty much like every other dirt track. We start in March, and it's done in mid-October, okay. so we're done here. So right. Paris putting on that one little race right now at the end of the season. Um, right. Gave us something to go do, and then we'll hit a couple big shows coming up out of town and things like that. Sure. Well, you know, it's just like you said. It's all about seat time. I mean, if you could afford to go back east for, you know, four months, I mean, just think, just think how much better you and the car and the team would be, but – unfortunately there's that thing called a job and income and all that crazy stuff yeah it's it's unrealistic for my life i'm married i got two kids yeah. i got a full-time career and so it's just unrealistic at my age you know he's he's a little bit younger he's not married no kids it's oh. fits in his schedule yeah. a little bit yeah, so i'm it, jealous of it at times and then it, other times i'm pretty happy that pretty fortunate and blessed that i've got the life i got yeah just as happy being a saturday night racer in california Come on, you got a wife to support you. I mean, I mean that yeah. right there is worth its weight in gold. Absolutely. So I always do this whenever I talk to drivers uh, because to me, 
probably the most important part of what you do is reward the sponsors. You know, the people that get you to the track. So if you want to rattle off some of your sponsors, how long they've been with you, you know, feel free to do so because you'll get a copy of this show and then you can send it to your sponsors. Because I tell people, you know, once these guys and girls rattle off these sponsors, if you're in an area or an opportunity to buy something and these sponsors sell it, go buy it. So who you got? Uh, for the most part, our biggest sponsor that we've had stay on board with us since I started racing is just some good friends of ours that own an automotive shop, Rosedale Automotive, uh, out of Bakersfield, California. Um, we got a bunch of little people that help out, a mortgage company, Agape Mortgage, uh, Finish Line Signs, does all the vinyl, vinyl for us. That's uh-huh. a pretty good deal on that. And, um, Victory Circle that builds our race cars, uh, great people. Chris Stevenson does all my suspension work, and he's... He does a lot more for me than most people see. Um, he's pretty much my right-hand man when it comes to discussing setup and right. being being educated on what we need to do. He's pretty much taught me the majority of what I know. Wow. And then uh, my buddy Grizzly, he's the one that turns the wrenches on it at the house to make sure we can go racing every week. And me and him just do it together out of our house, out of the garage at our home. Wow. So that's probably... Probably it. I got a bunch of people that come in and out throughout the season and help out here and there. Um, all right, Renegade Fuels came on board and they've been awesome for us. Yeah, I can um, imagine. My mom and dad and my mom. I mean, we're just a family, little family group here. My mom and dad have supported me for you know my whole racing career. Sure, uh, been awesome to me. Oh, got the neighborhood dogs, man. Oh, that's you know, okay. We're into dogs. Everyone, uh, yeah, everybody's everybody's kind of family deal. It helps out with us yeah. around here. It's, I'm like I said, I'm pretty fortunate. Yeah, Brittany, Brittany, my co-host, she had to go to our our uncle's 80th birthday party, so she couldn't be here because she'd be asking you. She's 40. I can say this because she's not here. She's 48 years old, and she races a dwarf car. That's awesome. And I've she, actually never driven one. Really? Well, she's only like five foot five, and she just got power steering. And she doesn't. Oh, she doesn't weigh more than maybe 130 pounds. She got power steering, and man, she was all over the track with that little car. But now it's. I mean, and she's a school teacher. On top of it, if you can believe that. But man, this girl loves to go fast. I've never seen anything that, like it. That's funny that she's at a at a birthday party. I had to step away. We got about 50 people over that, at my mom and dad's right now. It's my grandma's. 96 Whoa. right now. So we have a Well, you can uh, go tell 96 her. years old. She, she still drives. She's a 100% Italian, still drives. Yeah. She, she's a pretty crazy one. So I'm, like I said, pretty fortunate. Still yeah. got still got a lot of awesome people around here in multiple generations. Yeah, maybe 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 that's where it's all coming from. You never know, right? Yeah. Hey, she, her and my grandpa were at every dirt race, pavement race. They were at really? back when it was open and Back in their era in the 40s and 50s, it was all about midgets. You know, everybody oh, yeah. Midgets and, yeah, midgets and what they called jalopies, you know, which are just old school hard top cars now. You know, it's kind of a vintage class when you see them, but that's all it was. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not as old as your grandmother, but I'm 76 years old, so I come from that same era. You know, I, from Northern Cal, we used to have in Oakland, California, we used to have the indoor uh, sprint cars can you imagine indoors with all the doors closed sprint cars screaming around the dirt i got pictures of myself in cars so yeah so 
I get it. I get it. I think it was probably the fuel that we smelled back in the day that gets that longevity. That's it. It's good for you. Good for the soul. Absolutely. Well, how did you do in Bakersfield about as as far as the season goes? Did you come out where you wanted to be? We don't really run for points anywhere. I like to load it. So, I mean, we, we, we participated in probably 80 to 85%. I think we ended up second in points. Whoop. But With only 80%? Jeez, Louise. Yeah, I, missed, I think I missed two races here. We didn't run. We don't run for points yeah. anywhere for yeah. the most part. We like to just load up. And like I said, the places that we can go make the most money, we we race off our winnings. So oh, I see. We got, okay. we got a bit, that's why last night was such a big deal for me. I mean, $2,500 <sighs> I spent two or three hundred to go racing yeah and it was all said and done so it's a profitable night so we put that money right back into our program it doesn't go anywhere else well and that's what you know you can't take it from the family you know you gotta if you can't race on your if you can't race on your winnings because you don't want to you know take anything away from the family you know that's and i think that's a really smart move but i'll have to tell you i tell everybody that doesn't have it you need to get a food sponsor yeah Right, I've had one. That's a huge one. We, I ran pavement. I ran super late models down at Irwindale for three years, and we were sponsored by BJ's. Oh. And it was it was one of the best sponsors I've ever had. <laughs> they fed us, the crew, our family, our friends. Yeah, every Friday and Saturday night. So wow. it definitely helps out to have food. I, I think a beer sponsor might be. I like, knew yeah. you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. But hey, if I could get a beer sponsor, we'd be we'd be sitting pretty. That'd save a lot of money. Yeah, you would. Oh, yeah, you'd save a ton of money. Hey, since we we got a few minutes left, what did you think of Irwindale? Oh, I'm the, I'm the wrong guy to ask about pavement racing. I can't stand it. I knew it. it. Tried it for three years, and uh, what did what didn't you like it. about it? What what is it that it's, just too? What what was it you didn't like? It's it's such a money game. You yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna go out and be competitive and win races, even if you are a good driver. It, it doesn't work that way. You yeah. got to be. In, in top-notch equipment. That's why I, I like the modifieds and the dirt racing is. Sure. Puts a little bit more in the driver's seat. Right. Um, you still got to have good equipment. You're not going to go out there with junk. And no. Win, but my car that I've got is four years old. Wow. So, I mean, I, it has 140 nights on it. I mean, it's an older car. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you can still you can still go out and be competitive with a little bit of an older piece of equipment. Right. That makes it nice. But the payment deal is just... It's a weekend long deal. It's hot. It yeah. is exhausting. It's expensive. It just yeah. it didn't fit into my lifestyle or what I what I enjoy doing. I, I tried it again in two thousand and fourteen. <laughs> a guy actually bought me a payment car and I had a full ride at, at KCRP, uh-huh. um, the payment track here in Bakersfield. And uh, I gave it all back at the end of the year and told him thanks, but no thanks. And yeah. Went and bought another dirt car and went. Uh, haven't touched a seat of a payment car since well you know you're not the first person i've talked to that that thinks that way and i i think you're right i think a dirt car if if you're a good driver on dirt it makes you a better driver where on an asphalt car if you don't have enough money in the car it doesn't make any difference how good you are so i think i think you're on the right i think you're on the right track all right i'm gonna let you get back to the birthday go over and give uh, your grandmother a big hug from uh, racer radio here in san diego I will, and I appreciate you guys having on, having me on, and I, I like what you guys are doing for the racing community. It's that's huge. I'm super important that we keep everybody oh, involved in it. More than you know, my friend. I do everything humanly possible. I do local television. You know, if you ever come down to to Barona, if you decide to come down here, if you let me know ahead of time. 
put you on local television and definitely put you on the map. I'd love to have you. All right. Well, thanks for having us, and you guys have a good uh, rest of your Sunday. All right, buddy. You too. Folks, we're going to take All a right. quick break. You're listening to the Racer Radio right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Find my 409. She's real fine, my 409, my four. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This thing was brought to you by Certified Car Clinic. Take your car, race car, dune buggy, whatever, out to certified. Any work they do on it, performance wise, they'll throw it on a dyno for you and tell you exactly what they've done. CertifiedCarCare.net, CertifiedCarCare.net. All right, Brad's back on the line. Brad Whitfield, uh, he was at uh, Barona last night. Uh, we have uh, sort of borrowed him on occasion to come over from Cocopa, and the tracks are really working hard to work together, and hopefully next season we'll have uh, a situation to where both sides will take care of one another. But the best news is if you're kind of bummed out that Barona's you know, done racing as of last night. Have no fear. Cocopa is here. So, Brad, tell us about your schedule for uh, the winter. Well, we're just getting fired up. Um, obviously, it's it's hot as blazes. Eighties over here in the uh, the summertime. Uh, so we shut down while Brona's uh, getting after it. Uh, mm-hmm. We close up, and uh, we just opened back up the last weekend of September. Still a little warm. We had a race a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we have one coming up October 30th. We're going to take the modified and the sport mods. We're going topless. We're taking the tops off. You can mm-hmm. see the drivers in there working, getting after it. We're going to do a trunk or treat. Um, we got uh, some twists and turns that we're going to do there. We're going to do some costume contests for the kids. Uh, we're going to give away some bikes, some scooters, stuff like that. Um then we have a two-day sprint car race in November. Then we have a turkey shootout, uh, turkey shootout race Thanksgiving weekend. We're actually going to feed anybody that shows up for open practice on Thursday, and then we're going to race Friday, Saturday. Wow! And then uh, in January we have our IMCA TV Winter Nationals coming back. We usually have uh, anywhere from a hundred and 70 to 200 cars a night for, I think there's nine, nine nights of racing in 11 days, something Whoa. like that. That sounds like uh, Midwest. Yes, this is kind of what we're doing. You know, a lot of those guys from the Midwest, they're farmers, they're construction workers. Mm-hmm. Well, it's cold back there, and there's a lot of snow on the ground. They have nothing to do. They load up. They come out here, and they race at Cocopaw for the first half of the month. Um, get their 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 fix for the winter, and then they go home and get ready for things to thaw out, so they can start their regular season. Um, so it's it's pretty. I'm excited. You know, while I was over in the San Diego area this week, you know, I talked to uh, Kenny Wallace and Kenny Schrader, and I have become good friends over the past few years with my affiliation with Coke Paw mm-hmm. uh, and being the promoter, being the promoter there kind of make those cool connections and we become really good friends well i've talked to mike wallace which is is kenny wallace's and rusty wallace's brother middle brother 
Uh, he's going to be out here in January. Kenny Wallace will be here. Kenny Schrader will be here. Bo Duke, John Schneider from the Dukes of Hazard. He's he's gotten into racing. He and his wife, um, they're wanting to come out west. Uh, so they're they're coming. Uh, Greg Biffle. So we got some really exciting things wow. announcements that's going to be coming up here really really soon. Uh, some cool things that's that's happening at Coca Pond, and we hope they transition transition right over into Barona in the in the late spring. Right. Well, and, and you know, you, you you mentioned some pretty heavy hitters, you know, from the dirt community that have gone to asphalt with NASCAR. But I think all the ones that you named, their hearts are really truly in the dirt, and not only just dirt, but they love small town tracks. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Very much so. Um, Kenny Wallace started racing dirt mm, as late as. 12, 14 years ago, mm-hmm. Kenny Schrader, who is in his 51st year of racing wow. in general, he's 66 years old. He turned 66 in May. Uh, he still races about 70, 75 races a year, Dave. Jeez. Um, he has, you know, I, I, I go spend a couple weeks out there um, at his place. He has more energy and get up and go than most five-year-olds that I know, uh, but it's it's all he's known for 51 years. Oh, yeah. Started racing when he was 15 years old, and on dirt, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. he went racing. he's a, he's a, a USAC Hall of Famer. Uh, he, matter of fact, Kenny Schrader just won in Poplar Bluff, Missouri last night. Talked to him this morning on my drive back, back over from San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh He's just that guy that, I'm going to be honest with you, you'll want to sit down and talk racing and have a nice cold beer. Kenny Schrader is your man. Because he's got the stories. Holy moly. On dirt and, and asphalt. <laughs> and then some. Yeah. Yeah, he's just he's just a down-to-earth guy. I mean, heck, you know, we were talking on the last segment um, a little bit ago about, you know, the – getting the media uh, challenge going. I think we got to call that the media cup. And, you know, and yeah. at the end of the year, whichever station wins it has won that media cup. It goes back there to their place. Right. Next year they race for it again. That'd be fun. But when the trader was here last January, mm-hmm. he even jumped into the sport compact and raced it as well. These guys don't care what they race. They just want to be in a race car. Right. They want to strap that helmet on, yep. fire that thing up, at the end of the day, Schrader says it's just a race car. That's exactly different color, different number, different power plant, but it's still a race car. So, for people that maybe have not made it out to Cocopa, you and I said it's about a two-hour, depending on when you're at, two-hour, ten-minute, two-hour, fifteen-minute. But everybody that I've talked to says Cocopa is just an amazing track. What is it that makes that track stand out? Would you say? You know, Dave, it's it's built on the side of a sand hill. Um, it, it's the diamond. It's been dubbed the diamond of the desert. Tony Stewart named it that mm-hmm. several years ago. It's kind of stuck. Uh, it's a state of the art facility. I I call Cocopaw the dirt Talladega. Really? And I call and I call Barona the dirt Bristol. It's just got that little feel. It's got that little vibe. Yeah. 
Cocopaw yeah. is, is, is 22 feet shy of a half mile uh, in the middle of the racetrack. Uh, big 85 feet wide racetrack. There's plenty of room. You can you can get out of trouble, but you can get in a whole lot of trouble at the speed that Cocopaw really really quick. That's what uh, I've heard. It you you can um, you know it's concrete stadium style uh, bleachers. Uh, it, it's state of the art. I mean, uh, you're down in the pit garage. All your lineups are done on these big digital boards. Uh, it's just different. It's just different. It's new school. Brona's old school. Right. Yeah, Brona's still one of my top three. That's- oh, I tell people, I if you want to go back in the 50s, if you want to go back into the 50s, that's Brona. I mean, that's what we did back in the day. I mean, you, you camped on the side of a hill or you pitted on the side of a hill in the dirt. That's what we did. And you're right. That track has got such a unique vibe to it that you know you can't buy it, you can't build it, you can't do anything. It's just what it is. For sure. Yeah, you know, um, we we are on the, uh, the Cocopaw Reservation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have been great to us. They've been really good to us. We're right across the street from the hotel and casino. Oh, really? You can, yeah. Yes, sir. There's the, coast, the casino hotel is right across the street. Uh, you can't even tell there's a racetrack there. You, you, you turn right off of uh, Avenue B in County 15. Mm-hmm. You're down a little dirt road for a quarter of a mile. There's a big sign that says Cocopaw Speedway where you're looking for a racetrack. You don't see nothing. In a big, big dirt parking lot, you, then you start to see a big welcome sign. Mm-hmm. Well, then you get parked, and you walk through that welcome sign. You start walking down, and there's a big corridor uh, concourse area with a big tower. You just can't see it until you get up on it, and then you just walk out there. This massive wow. racetrack. Um, I'm very blessed to be promoter of that racetrack. Um, I have the best fans, the best sponsors yeah. in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, just like Barona, just the people. The people here uh, are just different. It's just, it's just different. Yeah. I can't explain it. Well, you don't have to. You're not going to have to explain it anymore because I'm packing my bags. I'm going to come out. I don't care. I'm definitely going to make a a run out, and I'll definitely let you know ahead of time. But unfortunately, my friend, I got to go. Thank you very, very much for taking time out of your Sunday uh, to chat with us. You're always, always welcome. And I know Brittany will be bummed that we didn't get a chance to have her here as well, but she went to an 80th birthday. You know, somebody had a cake. Well, that's all right. We, we'll, we'll call back in again, Dave. You got Thanks it. For all you do for motorsports, sir, uh, stay well. You got it, man. Take care. All right, folks, we're going to have to take a break. Gun Owners Radio is coming up next. We're going to talk about gun prom last night. I hear it was a home run, so you're definitely going to want to stay tuned for that. Plus, we got a whole lot more news Coming up right here on FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.